0: Welcome to the Spoken Word, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Back in a moment after this. Chapter 19 So Pilate then took Jesus and flogged him. The soldiers twisted thorns into a crown and put it on his head, and dressed him in a purple garment they kept saying hail king of the Jews and they kept slapping him then Pilate went out again and said to them behold I bring him out to you that you may know that I find no basis for a charge against him Jesus therefore came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple garment. Pilate said to them, Behold, the man! When therefore the chief priests and the officers saw him, they shouted, saying, Crucify! Crucify! Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him for I find no basis for a charge against him." The Jews answered him, We have a law, and by our law he ought to die, because he made himself the son of God. When therefore Pilate heard this saying, he was more afraid. He entered into the praetorium again, and said to Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer, Pilate therefore said to him, Aren't you speaking to me? Do you not know that I have the power to release you, and have power to crucify you? Jesus answered, You would have no power at all against me, unless it were given to you from above. Therefore he who delivered me to you has greater sin. At this, Pilate was seeking to release him, but the Jews cried out, saying, If you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king speaks against Caesar. When Pilate therefore heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the pavement. But in Hebrew, Gabbatha. Now it was the preparation day of the Passover, at about the sixth hour. He said to the Jews, Behold, your king. They cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. So then he delivered him to them to be crucified. So they took Jesus and led him away. He went out, bearing his cross to the place called the Place of a Skull, which is called in Hebrew Golgotha, where they crucified him, and with him two others, on either side one, and Jesus in the middle. Pilate wrote a title also, and put it on the cross. There was written, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Therefore many of the Jews read this title, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Hebrew, in Latin, and in Greek. The chief priest of the Jews therefore said to Pilate, Don't write the King of the Jews, but he said, I am the King of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts, to every soldier a part, and also the coat. Now the coat was without seam, woven from the top throughout. Then they said to one another, Let us not tear it, but cast lots for it to decide whose it will be that the scripture might be fulfilled, which says, They parted my garments among them, for my cloak they cast lots. Therefore the soldiers did these things. But there were standing by the cross of Jesus, his mother, and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. Therefore when Jesus saw his mother, and the disciple whom he loved standing there, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. From that hour, the disciple took her to his own home. After this, Jesus, seeing that all things were now finished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I am thirsty. Now a vessel full of vinegar was set there, so they put a sponge full of the vinegar on hyssop, and held it at his mouth. When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. He bowed his head, and gave up his spirit. Therefore the Jews, because it was the preparation day, so that the bodies would not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a special one, asked of Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. Therefore the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. However one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear and immediately blood and water came out. He who has seen has testified, and his testimony is true. He knows that he tells the truth, that you may believe. For these things happened, that the scripture might be fulfilled. A bone of him will not be broken. Again another scripture says, They will look on him whom they pierced. After these things, Joseph of Arimathea being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, asked of Pilate that he might take away Jesus's body. Pilate gave him permission. He came therefore and took away his body. Nicodemus, who at first came to Jesus by night, also came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred Roman pounds. So they took Jesus's body, and bound it in linen cloths with the spices, as the custom of the Jews is to bury. Now in the place where he was crucified there was a garden, In the garden was a new tomb in which no man had ever yet been laid. Then because of the Jews' preparation day, for the tomb was near at hand, they laid Jesus there. Chapter 20 Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went early, while it was still dark, to the tomb, and saw the stone taken away from the tomb. Therefore she ran, and came to Simon Peter, and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him, Therefore Peter and the other disciple went out, and they went toward the tomb. They both ran together. The other disciple outran Peter and came to the tomb first. Stooping and looking in, he saw the linen cloth lying, yet he did not enter in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and entered into the tomb. He saw the linen cloth lying, and the cloth that had been on his head, not lying with the linen cloths, but rolled up in a place by itself. So then the other disciple who came first to the tomb also entered in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not know the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. So the disciples went away again to their own homes. But Mary was standing outside at the tomb weeping. So as she wept, She stooped and looked into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. They told her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing, and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? She supposing him to be the gardener said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say, teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold me, for I have not yet ascended to my Father, but go to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and that he had said these things to her. When therefore it was evening, on that day, the first day of the week, And when the doors were locked where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the middle and said to them, Peace be to you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples, therefore, were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus, therefore, said to them again, Peace be to you, as the Father has sent me, even so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them, and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, they have been forgiven them. If you retain anyone's sins, they have been retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. After eight days again his disciples were inside, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, the doors being locked, and stood in the middle and said, Peace be to you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach here your finger and see my hands. Reach here your hand and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Therefore Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Chapter 21 After these things, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. He revealed himself this way. Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathanael of Cana in Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They told him, We are also coming with you. They immediately went out and entered into the boat. That night they caught nothing. But when day had already come, Jesus stood on the beach, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus therefore said to them, Children, have you anything to eat? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. They cast it, therefore, and now they were not able to draw it in for the multitude of fish. That disciple, therefore, whom Jesus loved, said to Peter, It is the Lord. So when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he wrapped his coat around him, for he was naked, and threw himself into the sea. But the other disciples came in the little boat, for they were not far from the land but about two hundred cubits away, dragging in the net full of fish. So when they got out on the land, they saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish which you have just caught. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land full of great fish. 153, and even though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and eat breakfast. None of the disciples dared inquire of him, Who are you, knowing that it was the Lord. Then Jesus came and took the bread, gave it to them, and the fish likewise. This is now the third time that Jesus was revealed to his disciples after he had risen from the dead. So when they had eaten their breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I have affection for you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I have affection for you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you have affection for me? Peter was grieved because he asked him the third time, Do you have affection for me? He said to him, Lord, you know everything, you know that I have affection for you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Most certainly I tell you, when you were young you dressed yourself and walked where you wanted to, but when you are old you will stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. Now he said this, signifying by what kind of death he would glorify God. When he had said this, he said to him, Follow me. Then Peter, turning around, saw a disciple following. This was the disciple whom Jesus sincerely loved, the one who had also leaned on Jesus' breast at the supper and asked, Lord, who is going to betray you? Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, Lord, what about this man? Jesus said to him, If I desire that he stay until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. This saying therefore went out among the brothers, that that this disciple would not die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he would not die, but if I desire that he stay until I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who testifies about these things, and wrote about these things. We know that his witness is true. There are also many other things which Jesus did, which, if they would all be written, I suppose that even the world itself would not have room for the books that would be written. Thank you so much for joining us today on The Spoken Word. God bless you. Jesus loves you. Have a wonderful day.